And Charisma's got a brand new album out called Wall of Sound and it's available on R2 Records. We recently caught up with the man himself, Charisma. Essential House. This is your first album since your last one in 2009. How come it's taken you so long to get a new album out? Have you been that busy, hectic, out touring, etc.? Yes, um, basically, I was DJing a lot, and then um, I just felt like I needed a break from it all. Um, It's really, really hard trying to do both on the road, both production and then DJing. It's just two things I can't do. So with me DJing all the time, I was also just, you know, figuring out what was going on musically out there. And then for a period, I felt like, you know, I didn't even want to do music again. So this album was my introduction back into music because I was at a point where I felt like, you know, I just wanted to step away from it all. So, I mean, you've got a couple of collaborations on there as well. Um, you've got Ocelardi on there, um, Neil Pierce, Ziggy Funk, and also Sean McCabe as well. How did they come about? Well, Ocean has always been a really good friend of mine, and he's you know really close to me like a brother. So, um, I've always respected him musically, and finally, I got enough enough nerve to ask him could he you know be on my album, and he said yes, and he you know sent me the vocals and. It was just, you know, I sent him the track, he sent, he sent me back the vocals, and it was just a done thing. So, you know, for me and him, that's just one of many things we'll be working on because we generally like each other, and, you know, musically, we, we like what, you know, each other does. So that was easy. Sean McCabe is just another young brother I like. He's really, you know, doing it well. And musically... He's keeping that quality that I've always liked in, you know, our same house music. So working with him was a no-brainer. He's been somebody I've always been a fan of and, you know, always admired him for what he's done, being a young cat and all. So here's my chance to work at one of the best that's doing it right now. So that was another thing that was just a no-brainer. And I was happy with um, what we came up with. I mean, it's, uh, I've just been reading through the sleeve notes um, and the notes that I've been sent over about the album. It says it only took you six weeks to put the album together and you sent over 43 tracks. Is that yeah. your most creative period that you've had whilst you've been in the studio, do you think? Yeah, I mean, collectively, yes. But generally, no. I mean, I'm, I've always been the type of person to come home or just be in the studio and just knock out stuff just for days on end. But this was the first time I felt like it was a complete project being, um, you know, like I said before, I didn't want to do music anymore. So this was something that I felt like I had to have come out to explain to people what took me so long and what I've been working on. So, you know, it's a really special project for me. And, you know, I'm happy that, you know, it's finally come to light and that people get to hear what I've been going through for the last three months and, you know, musically. Because I think everything that I've ever worked on has been something that has been emotionally um, involved. I've always been that way with music. So um, why not put out a a collection of what my life was like for that period? Because I think that's something that, as a house artist, we rarely get to do. People just want, you know, just a, a list of the hottest tracks that we're working on in that genre, and that's it. They don't get a chance to experience the DJ so or the, the artist, you know, and what he likes in, in, in these things. And I think my album is showing some of those so some of those things. 
Okay. I'm saying there's quite a few different. I was very surprised when I listened to the album. Um, there was a lot of stuff on there that I wouldn't have associated you with. There's a lot of like down tempo, um, bordering on R&B, new disco type of vibe. Um, is that the type of stuff that you like to play and listen to yourself, or was that just something once you got in the studio that was something you worked on? No, um, everything that's in on the album is something that generally I always listen to. When I'm at home, I rarely listen to house. I'm listening to everything else, rock, um, disco, hip-hop, um, trip-hop, anything. Anything that I think, you know, it just has something that moves me, I'm listening to. Even dubstep, drum and bass, all these things influence me. So I felt like, why should I not showcase this on my album? All these elements help make up what is charisma. And, you know, in my musical taste, this is what you're hearing, you know, whatever samples you're hearing on the album, that's what charisma is. And this is something that I'll continue to do because I think, you know, people should hear what we like outside of what our genre is and, you know, hopefully this helps with it. So, I mean, you touched on earlier on, you thought about stepping away from the music. Um, was there any particular reason behind that? So I think when you get to a certain age, you just feel um, underappreciated sometimes. And then you're also thinking about, you know, future plans because making music is just not a viable way to to get around these days unless you come across a hit or you're going after, um, you know, making hits for other artists. Being that that's just never been my thing, I've always made music organically and it had to come from my heart. I felt like, you know, if I can't speak on something or if I can't make something that comes from my heart, I can't make something. I can't make me make music. So that's where I was at. I can't, you know, I can't push myself to do what these other guys are doing because, you know, that's not where my heart is and that's not where I am musically. So when you get to feel a bunch of these things crowding on you, you just kind of figure, hey, maybe I should walk away while I'm still young enough to do something else. And I think every artist comes across, you know, this point and this threshold in their life and they either walk away or you continue to do it. And um, I'm one of those guys that's just going to continue to do it till I die. That was just the point, you know, that we all reach. And now that I've reached that point and figured out, hey, this is it for me. Like, I'm going to do it to death. This is where I'm at. And... You know, this album is showing all of that, hopefully. Oh, brilliant. I'm glad to hear that. I mean, obviously, I like a lot of your stuff as well. Um, You seem to do a lot of your DJ sets, a lot of production-wise, with DJ Spen as well. I mean, how does that come about? Because, I mean, I've seen you live a couple of times with Spen, and it seems as though you're just in one unit, you're totally in sync with each other. Do you spend a lot of time practicing, or does it just something that just happens on the night and floors? Me and Spin have never practiced. It's just, it's just like I said before. When it comes to my music, everything has to be organic. Spin and I worked at Basement Boys, and we had a beautiful relationship and friendship, you know, musically. So that's just something we could never walk away from. And being that we have that synergy between us, that's just something we've never lost. Mainly because we're still good friends. I think that's part of what makes um, good groups and good unions and good collaborations is the fact that you also have a relationship outside of the music end of it. And being that me and Spin, you know, talk basically every week if I'm home, 
and we still keep in touch. That's what's kept this thing between us. So, you know, we, I think we will never lose that. So that's why you always see that kind of thing between us because we've never lost it. So, I mean, what's next for yourself? Then obviously there's quite a few tracks on the album, 30, 30-something tracks on the album. Um, a lot of them going to be taken off and used as singles, um, obviously getting remixed by yourself, other artists perhaps. Um, are you going to be working on other projects, etc.? Yes, um, Wall of Sound has sparked my collaborations album and that'll be hopefully done next year. Um, it'll be with um, some more Neil Pearson the funk, better known as rappers. Um, probably another Ocean thing, another At Jazz thing. Um, something with Sinbad, hopefully something with Jimster, something with Beatron something with Sean again and um, some other people that people don't normally expect me to work with and so I'm keeping that on the hush hush but the collaborations album is coming um, also um, Martin Jazz, myself as exist we're coming up with an album um, and I think that's going to keep me busy besides the, the DJing as well but those are the focus the collaboration album and the exist album as for singles off of the Wall of Sound, we are going to be um, a single with Ocean Lade here and now. It's going to be mixed by him, and he also did a remix of the song One No Jam from the album. So it's going to be a special 12-inch clear vinyl, so I'm looking forward to that. So that will be the first single coming out from the album, and then later on we'll just surprise you with other little things coming from the album as well. Oh, brilliant. I mean, so when you're out and about playing there, you mentioned um, when the releases is coming on vinyl as well. Are you going back to the vinyl? Because it seems as though a lot of a lot of the DJs are actually switching back to vinyl and stepping away from the more like computerized <coughs> USB side of it. Well, for me, I mean, I've never really left vinyl. We, I've always put out vinyl, you know, for my releases. So that's something I've never left. As far as playing it. Um, I'm still sticking with my CDJs for the simple fact that it's things that I can do on them musically that I cannot do on, um, on, on with vinyl. And, you know, I could do those things, but it would just take a lot more work and I don't think it would come off as well. But, you know, I'm never going to go away from vinyl. That's something that I'm always going to put out and I still collect to this day. So, as far as playing, no, I'm not going back to vinyl, even though I see a lot of DJs doing it. I'm right at home with my CDJs. Excellent. Um, so, what's next for yourself, then? Are you going to be out and about touring? Um, are you going to be involved with the next Southport Weekender? Um, that type of thing. Um, yeah, so I'll be um, doing some sets um, back in Europe. And also, I think I will be at um, Southport Weekender for a special exist set. It will be, you know, me and Martin doing the live thing. So I'm really looking forward to that and, you know, practicing for that. So that's the biggest thing that I think I could talk about as far as Southport. I think that's going to be really big for me and Martin. So I'm looking forward to that. And DJ-wise, you can just kind of check up on me on my Facebook page and you will see all of my gigs because it's kind of hard to talk about future gigs when I have too many to talk about. So. It's just best to keep up with me on Facebook or on Twitter. Brilliant. So what are your Twitter and Facebook addresses then? Um, I am Charisma K Tronic at Facebook and I am K Tronic on Twitter. 
Essential House. As I said at the start of the show, what an absolutely thoroughly nice guy Charisma is. Took a lot of time and we only played you a tiny little bit of the interview on the phone room for quite a while. Sit back and enjoy the one and only Charisma. He's going to be guiding you through the last 40 minutes of this week's Essential House radio show.